0: Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's daily mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah, on that day they will sing this song in the land of Judah A strong city have we. He sets up walls and ramparts to protect us. Open up the gates to let in a nation that is just, one that keeps faith. A nation of firm purpose you keep in peace, in peace for its trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord is an eternal rock. He humbles those in high places and the lofty city he brings down. He tumbles it to the ground, levels it with the dust. It is trampled underfoot by the needy, by the footsteps of the poor. The word of the Lord. Blessed is he who calms in the name of the Lord. Thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. Open to me the gates of justice. I will enter them and give thanks to the Lord. This gate is the Lord's. The just shall enter it. I will give thanks to you, for you have answered me and have been my Savior. O Lord, grant salvation. O Lord, grant prosperity. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We bless you from the house of the Lord. The Lord is God, and he has given us light. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father in heaven. Everyone who listens to these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on rock. The rain fell, the floods came, and the winds blew and buffeted the house, but it did not collapse. It had been set solidly on rock. Everyone who listens to these words of mine but does not act on them will be like a fool who built his house on sand. The rain fell, the floods came, and the winds blew and buffeted the house, and it collapsed and was completely ruined. The Gospel of the Lord. The emperor is in the church, not over it. That was a memorable line from the Archbishop of Milan in 385 A.D. He's our honored saint today, Ambrose one of the four great Western fathers of the church. Ambrose was a brilliant lawyer, governor of Milan, a friend of the emperor, and had a large estate, and he was not yet 35 years old. Then, disaster struck. The bishop of Milan died, and the bishop of Milan had been an Arian. Arians followed a renegade priest's horrible heresy that claimed Christ was not God. The heretic priest's name was Arius. He was flamboyant and charming, and the the popular crowds, the upper classes, the nobility, and many rulers, including most of the bishops, became Arians. And so the Bishop of Milan was dead. Who would take his place, an Aryan bishop or a, a true Catholic bishop? Both factions met in the Milan Cathedral, and soon enough, a riot broke out. As governor, Ambrose went to the cathedral in an effort to restore order. When he tried to talk reason to the crowd, something horrible happened. People started shouting, Ambrose for bishop, Ambrose for bishop. So Ambrose did the only reasonable thing to do in that situation. He ran away. He hid. Milan was the administrative capital of the West at the time. As governor, he was one of the most important men in the Roman Empire. Why did he want to throw all that away to become a bishop? Bishops died in those dangerous heretical times. He pleaded with the emperor, saying, How can I be bishop? I'm not even baptized. That, of course, did not faze the emperor, and Ambrose, after one more failed escape, finally gave in. Within a week, he was baptized, ordained, and then consecrated a bishop on December 7, 374 A.D. Since Ambrose had been a successful politician, wise to the ways of the world, the Arians assumed, well, they had one of their own in the bishop's office, uh, a Catholic in name only. But here's the beautiful thing. Ambrose, the wise and worldly man, actually became Catholic and became determined to save souls. He gave away all his wealth, to the poor, and took to the study of theology and scripture. This study, combined with his rhetorical and writing skills, made Ambrose a true threat and danger to the enemies of the church. When the Arian Empress, Justina, demanded that Ambrose give his basilica over to the Aryans, Ambrose refused. And soon enough, a death sentence went out on him. Faithful Catholics then barricaded themselves in the basilica, which was surrounded by the Empress's soldiers. But Ambrose calmed the panic-stricken people by getting them to chant hymns that he himself composed. The beautiful singing supposedly softened the soldiers outside who eventually joined in the singing and then eventually left. The music sung in that basilica in Milan became known as Ambrosian Chant. It features one half of the congregation chanting an antiphon and the other half chanting the response. It's common in many monasteries and religious houses today. Ambrose, the brave archbishop, stood firm in the face of secular powers who deluded themselves into the thinking that they, and not Christ's church, were the final arbiter on faith and morals. The principle at stake was summed up very concisely by Ambrose. The emperor is in the church, not over it.